Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So welcome to the Jesus Sampler podcast, Jolie, and welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Jesus Sampler. Um, This is your first time seeing my face and your first time seeing Jolie's face. So we are so excited to have you on. Um, A few things before we start. This might look a little different. It is the first video podcast of the Jesus Sampler, so I'm so excited for that. And what better way to celebrate than to have a very special guest on. So my sweet friend Jolie is here. If I could describe her in one word, it would definitely be sweet because she is literally the embodiment of compassion and kindness to Christ and shares it with others. So Jolie, if you just want to start by telling us a little bit about who you are, a little intro to you. We'll start there. Yeah, my name is Jolie. Um, I live in the Indianapolis area with my husband and my dog. Um, we go to uh, Calvary Tabernacle in Indianapolis. It's um, a pretty big church, like bigger than I'm used to. So it's really nice. We started going in May when we moved up here. Uh, I know Peyton from USI. We studied um, at University of Southern Indiana. And this is so awesome. I'm so glad we get to connect again. (laughs) I know, me too. I'm so excited for this. So we are still continuing our series this week for the Jesus Chronicles. And I just wanted to hop in and start the episode. I actually did some digging on your page on Instagram because y'all, listen, she literally... I was just on her podcast a few weeks ago. She Speaks Jesus. Check that out, by the way empower her daily talk about that because i love your doodles you are so creative i love it thank you i really appreciate it so yes i have a instagram page called empower her daily and um i kind of started it because i used to sell bibles i used to paint Mm -hmm. bibles and so during covid i had this little etsy shop and i had this instagram and then i got really busy and kind of shut it down And I was like, man, I still have 500-ish followers. That's kind of crazy. And I don't post. There's nothing on it. So I just felt this calling on my heart to just revamp it. I had the platform. We, you know, me and Peyton, we have a background in advertising and communication. So I was like, let me use it. Um, So I just felt called to revamp it. So Mm -hmm. I did. And I changed the name to Empower Her Daily after, um, you know, the Lord's prayer where you know daily bread so just having that empowerment every single day to keep your walk with Jesus and um, empower women as well I feel like I have such a heart for women you know I I was in a sorority I did girls Inc. when I was a kid I was a girl scout I love the women of my church and so I just have this heart for women and how important it is to have a female community so that's kind of how that page got started and then with my podcast, um, it's not a full podcast like this. Peyton, you're doing so much. I love, I literally love it. I don't know how you're doing it, but <laughs> I, I talked to my grandma. I called her one day, and I was like, "Mama, like I have so much to say, and I just want to take it a step further and interview women. You know, if I want to say I want to empower women, I, I'm not the only person that." can do that. So I started this little podcast series that is going to launch this month. So I'm really excited. I have so many good guests, Peyton included. So yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Awesome. I'm so 
like I'm so excited for you. Like honestly, if we if we look at our generation as a whole, just a little sidebar here, like we so many of us crave community as women and so many of us crave community with Jesus too. So our pages combined and so many other women and I mean men too, I feel like we're really doing something for Jesus, really spreading the word. And that's really the the call, the commission is to spread the gospel. Absolutely. And so I mean, yeah, and it can be hard. I mean, it can be. There's challenges with everything in life, but we're doing this for a great reason, for a great cause. And I really think that this episode here um, will help someone reach Jesus, help Jesus reach somebody. I'm just super excited for it. Um, So we're going to hop into testimony time now. Um, If you're a new listener, so testimony time is just a little space for me or a guest to tell a little bit about their Jesus journey, either a story. It could be, you know, an everyday thing that Jesus has showed you this week. So Jolie, this is your time to share just a little testimony of what Jesus has done for you. Yeah. So I was, when you sent me the questions, I was like, oh, testimony time. Okay, here we go. And, um. (laughs) I think sometimes when we think of testimony, we're like, what is the huge miracle that has happened in our lives? Mm -hmm. And I love your testimony time because you're like, hey, this tiny little thing happened and it, it's so, it has such a big impact on my life. So I think, so again, I was talking to my grandma (laughs) and she said one time as Christians, we lose the, the appreciation of small things because we want that big miracle we want to say oh look what god did for us and he has done so many things in my life but i think for me my testimony is my life i i am joyful you know in our generation i think you know there's so many cases of depression and anxiety and i have unspeakable joy from jesus and i i am so thankful for my life so I'm not going to dig deep into one testimony because um, I just feel so much joy. I guess that's my testimony is having joy today. You know, I woke up and I, I feel so much joy and so much appreciation for this life that I was given. And there's a song, you know, I love when you talk about your songs. And so there's this song called Miracles by Indiana Bible College. And it has a line in the course and it says, you know, you came and made me a testimony. So just having your life be a testimony is everything. Like my life is a testimony. I I have so many stories, but I think today I'm just so grateful to have joy and freedom to do what I believe. Like I get to I get to pray to the God I want to. I get to talk to you freely. And there's just so much to be thankful for. So that's mine. I don't know if I did well. You do so good on testimony time. So. No, I mean, Jesus joy, like it is so unspeakable and full of glory. Like that's in the Bible too. I mean, Jesus joy just hits different because he is joy. I mean, he is the ultimate source of joy. So everywhere that, you know, we go, we carry joy with us if you have Jesus and that joy never runs out. I mean, your circumstances might change, but Jesus never changes. So that's something beautiful about serving the Lord is that whenever you do go through something hard, it's kind of like, okay, if you're going in it without Jesus, It's kind of like, what am I going to do? You kind of fall back into that pit of anxiety or despair. 
And, but if you're going for it with the Lord, with Jesus, you know, he is the rock that we can lean on. Um, He is that one person, the confidant that we can tell anything to, and you don't have to worry about him spilling the tea to someone else. Like it's just serving the Lord just is such an honor. I mean, and such a great thing, you know, especially in 2024, there's so much that's going on and just being a Christian is just awesome. There's just no other words to it. Right. Um, So, I mean, honestly, no words can describe it. I mean, it's just unspeakable. Um, So we are going to talk about the Bible. So as always, I have my trusty old New King James version of the Bible. I can't do the be thou and thou of the King James. I don't know about you, but it's just like, be thou who's talking. But so we are hopping into the parable of the week. So the parable of the week is the parable of being a light. So this is found in Matthew chapter five, and we're going to be in verses 14 through 16. So I'm going to just read those really fast. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples and of course the crowds that are following him. So Jesus says, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And honestly, this is just such a great, I mean, honestly, it's just such a, such a great start. I mean, if you're a new Christian, I would honestly start in the book of Matthew. But Jesus is really saying here, you know, don't be afraid to share Jesus with people. And to me, this is something I ask all guests, Jolie, coming on. So what does being a Christian, what does having Jesus with you every day, what does being a Christian mean to you? Yeah, so I would say taking on the name of Christ is, you know, a Christian. That's what it is. But I think being set apart as well is super important. So I think of it as, okay, so my husband goes to Purdue. He's a Boilermaker. And, you know, there's there's big Boilermaker fans <laughs> as well as Hoosiers, but I'm going to stick with the Boilermakers because I have to. <laughs> but so there's Boilermaker fans. We just went to a game and you're going to see, you know, they dress differently. They got their Purdue gold, Purdue gold. You know, it's a specific gold. They got their Purdue gold. They're going to they have these chants. You know, I went to a football game this fall and they did some crazy stuff. They got keys out like you would get your keys out and shake them at a certain time and I'm like looking around like I don't know what's happening you know they take their shoes off and wave them I'm like okay so they have they act different they they know things that obviously I don't know and you know the the people beside us were like oh you know we do the shoes because of this I can't remember why but you know they're trying to get you in on their rituals and their things and they're just so into it they know all the players they study boilermaker nation is crazy but i think of that as how christians are too you know we act different than the world we dress different than the world we ain't got purdue gold but we we do dress different we we act different we have we study the word you know it's it's our playbook we we know so we're trying to share that. Oh, you don't know why we're we're so happy all the time. Let me tell you. Just like those fans, they're like, oh, well, we we say one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. So to I know that's really, you know, it's a crazy way to think of it, but 
being a Christian is a part, being a part of something bigger than yourself. You know, those Boilermakers, they weren't the first ones. They're not going to be the last ones. And it's, it's a community. So I think being a Christian is a community and we all follow Christ. So that's what it is to me. I know I went on a little tangent about <laughs> no, the analogy. You don't know. We have some football players on here that are like, yeah, I get what she's talking about. Like, I'm a boiler fan. They so. probably know. I don't know. <laughs> I. That's great, though. Like, you sometimes you need to, like, do, like, modern-day analogies and connect them to Jesus because that just makes it more real to other people. And so to your point where you said, you know, we dress different, we act different, you know, the, the main call and the commission to the disciples from Jesus in the Bible, it says, be separate, go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Right. And, like, it's so easy to be a carbon copy of everybody else. It's so easy to follow the trends, to follow, you know, what's big, but what's big today might not be what's big tomorrow. So you're constantly going to have to change where Jesus is constant. He's steady. He never changes. So being a Christian, I would, I would just encourage people, if you're listening, be set apart, you know, don't be scared to be set apart for Jesus because team Jesus is the winning team in the end anyway. So, I mean, who wouldn't want to be on the winning team? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's just hard to really, you know, it can be hard to be a Christian sometimes, but it pays off in the end, but there's going to be hardships in everything that we do. So why not go through your hardships with Jesus? And to that, you know, after reading these verses in Matthew, what were some takeaways that you had, Jolie, from what was said here by Jesus? Yeah, so I think, you know, I love this parable because it it goes to any age. It can be translated to any age. You know, we have this little out of mind, that song, you know, you would do at, at VBS. So it goes from kids where you can where you can understand it to a hundred years old, they get it too. So I love that part of it where it can just be translated to any age, but I think being a light is being that example, like we talked about. And, um, another analogy, bear with me because that's just how my brain works. But I think of it as, you know, we know that being a light, be um an, an example to others do um you know show Jesus to others but i think of it in you know in high school when we were talking about the speed of light and the speed of sound okay so you always you know uh light travels faster than sound so when there's a storm lightning you you see it before you hear the thunder so i think of it sometimes in the the sense of I can be seen a lot quicker than I can talk to someone. So I can, I can be an example to so many people just by acting, but it's going to be, it's going to take a lot more time to get a microphone in front of a congregation. Right. So I think seeing it in that way too, being that example, knowing the power of a light is, is crazy to think about you know we are each a light for him so we have to be that example and I think sometimes we get so caught up in well I need to be uh, on you know preaching I need to be um, Mm -hmm. having a microphone but your actions are just so so important and the speed of light 
is is greater than the speed <laughs> of sound. So that's how I that's a that's a way I think of it is being that example and being set apart. That's good. And like I was reading and I had notes here and literally you spoke what I literally wrote because I said actions speak louder than words. I mean, that is just people are going to see you just like you said faster than they're going to hear you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can reach a lot more people by our actions than we can with our words. And honestly, in speaking of the cross, words say, the world says that there's no way he can rise again, That but actions say otherwise. We have the empty grave to prove it. Mm -hmm. history says otherwise you know we have all the accounts in israel that jesus walked there you can go and visit and see where he was baptized and see where he walked um but jesus himself says otherwise too i mean he literally words and the world say you can't go against the tide you can't go against the trend but here again you know, you're going to be hated. You're going to be left out. I'm not saying that this walk is easy, but I am saying that this walk is worth it because in the end, you don't know who you could touch, you know, just like your testimony. You don't know who you could reach with your testimony. And just like, you know, you're in a different area than I am. I'm here in Kentucky. You're here. You're there in Indiana, but we can each reach different people. And that's the beauty of being a Christian is that if we were all in one place, there's so many people that wouldn't get reached. And so honestly, that's just the beauty. I, and God knew that too. Like he knew we all wouldn't be, you know, sitting in a little town in Kentucky or Indianapolis. We'd be all over the world. And right. that is just the beauty of it. And the actions of Jesus proved to us that sometimes being in the minority, being excluded and feeling like the underdog, that nobody wants on their team can truly be the best because honestly, Jesus was excluded. Jesus felt, you know, left out. There's a place in the word where he says, you know, the foxes have their dens, but the son of God doesn't have a place to lay his head. So he knows what we're going through. He cares about what we care about. He was tried in every way in which we are, but without sin. And so the Jesus blueprint, as I like to call it, is a great blueprint to go by because He's so relatable. Jesus is so relatable to us. And that's just the beauty of it. And then also something about lamps. You were talking about this little light of mine in the church and how I can be for every age group. I wanted to say lamps on a shelf get dirty when more time passes that they don't get used. And so a really good quote that I grew up on was don't ruin your witness. My mom would always talk to me about it. But I want to say to people who are listening, don't allow your witness to say sit, sitting on a bookshelf and get dusty. Wake up every day ready to tell somebody about Jesus, whether that's in your school, in your college. Jolie, I'm sure you could, you know, testify to this. I mean, what would you say to people who are like, I'm kind of scared to get out there and tell someone about Jesus? Like, it's kind of like not really my thing. Like, I don't know how to start. I would what? say that I think, you know, God sees your intentions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can be pretty backwards about things, which is surprising because I'm a very, I'm very much of an extrovert. You know, I can talk about anything, <laughs> but I think you just have to swallow your pride a little bit. I don't know, you know, honestly, not swallow your pride because you should be prideful, you know, and be proud, but uh, of being a Christian and things, but Sometimes you got to swallow the embarrassment that you might feel, the the mistakes that you might, you, you know, you're worried about. So I think if you're scared to go up to someone, just be that light. If you can just be nice to someone, if you can be 
do the smallest things, they're going to notice that you're different. If you right. speak differently than your classmates, they're going to be like, okay, something's up. Um, you know, something's, something's a little different. Um, <laughs> oh, you're always busy on Sundays and Wednesdays. Okay. Something's clicking here. Mm -hmm. So I think just being true to Christ and just not worrying about the world. I mean, at the end of our lives, it's mm -hmm. not, they're not going to matter. Right. You know? And so their, their judgment isn't going to matter. Their lives do matter, but their, their judgment isn't because there's only one judge at the end. So mm -hmm. who cares if they're like, Oh, that girl's weird. She's talking about Jesus all the time. Okay, cool. You know, I would rather be a Jesus freak than be lost, honestly. So, <laughs> so I think just get out there and know that you could have what it takes to change one person's life. You know, you could say what that person needs and completely change their out their outlook on life. Right. So I think having that burden of witnessing to people is just so important. You gotta, you have to have a burden for the lost because then you're going to kind of forget about being ashamed or being timid. If you have that burden on yourself, you're going to be like, okay, you know, this is why I'm here. I'm here to what? share the goodness. So here we go. You know, this is my job. So mm -hmm. I, that's that's my advice. I think I don't know if it's great, but that is so good. Like I always think about athletes. I am. I guess I'm in a football mood. I mean, Super Bowl's next weekend, so I mean that might right. be. Why, but I always think of athletes all the time, just like how they push despite the fact that they lose. They go back and they watch film about the other team, and they learn the enemy's strategies, and they don't care what the other fans of the other team are saying. That they get booed, they still go out on the field and they still play hard. Um, so I think that honestly, if you just take what the haters say and throw it in the trash. And just not care. Honestly, that's going to impact people more anyway. Yeah. Because if you're, that's being more like Jesus. Jesus was not influenced by what the haters said at the time. Right. You know, he didn't stop the plan just because someone said, you can't be the son of God. Like, there's no right. way. I mean, he had hate every single day. I mean, the Pharisees were after him every day. Right. And yet he, he went on and he pursued um, the goal, which is us, you know, reconciling right. us back to him. And yeah, another question for you. Um, being a Christian, you know, we, we can tell that it's not always easy, especially in the world today. So in a world where our faith is put to the test a lot, more times than not, what are some ways that people our age in general can be a light to others and tell other people about Christ? Yeah, so I was just on a bachelorette trip, you know, we're at that age that, you know, everyone's getting married or having kids or... <laughs> getting yes. new jobs and all this stuff. So mm -hmm. I was just on a bachelorette trip and somehow religion and God gets brought up, which <laughs> is the last thing you think would get brought up. But when you're in a car for five plus hours, what else are you going to talk about? You run out of things. <laughs> so, you know, the girls are like, Oh, you know, what do you believe? And I'm like, Oh, this is getting so deep in this car for five plus hours. <laughs> And you do have to think of like offending people. You're about to spend a weekend with these people. You yeah. don't want to be you know, <laughs> sparing them. So I think, you know, 
being a Christian isn't always easy because there is that fear of um, being the outcast and stuff. But I think being a light is the first thing I said when all the questions always got to me. So whatever. But the first thing I would always say is I am not perfect because I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. And immediately they were like, oh, you think that? Like, because yeah. there's such a stereotype of Christians that we all think we're perfect and we mm -hmm. live these perfect lives. And like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, first thing you got to know about me is I mess up daily. I, you know, maybe I get angry. I say some things that maybe I shouldn't. I'm thinking some things that I shouldn't. Yeah. I mess up all the time. And everyone in my church also does that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I try to come at it in a humble way of I'm not better than you. I am not, I, I don't think that either. I don't. So I try to just level and say, this is what I believe. I'm a Christian. I, I act differently. I do different things maybe, but I don't think I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. And this thing I thought about the other day is, and it's just been on my heart is being humble. So if you ever want to humble yourself, think of your, maybe your worst enemy or that person that you just aren't, isn't your favorite, or maybe you just, I don't know, somewhat, someone that you aren't fond of. Okay. God loves them exactly as much as he loves you. So people that maybe they're going to make fun of you for how you believe, because being a Christian can be hard. Just know that God loves them the same as you. If you get a little chip on your shoulder and like, oh, well, I I did my best. I, I spoke a great word and I did my best. It's like, uh-uh. I just want you to know God loves them the same as he loves you. So I think just coming at it at a humble point is way more relatable than saying, oh, well, I go to church twice a week and I do this and here are some convictions of mine and this and you have to do this to go to heaven and it's like hey, that will come <laughs> saying Jesus loves you and I'm not perfect I think those are the two most relatable points there's hope out there you know you can maybe you know them a little bit more but I think just coming at it as a normal person which is so weird to say but some people, when they try to witness, they get too, in, too into it. I don't know if that's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's too strong. A new convert or a new believer is the same as a child, right? Right. They're, they're the same age in Christ as, say, a new person. Think of it as you're talking to a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. You're going to talk to that five-year-old and be like, hey, I'm not perfect. Oh, you told a lie? I've done that too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Jesus still loves you. Yeah. That's how you would talk to a five-year-old. So why would it be different than talking to someone that doesn't believe in Christ? They're the mm -hmm. same age in Christ as that five-year-old. So mm -hmm. just, just being easy with it, be a friend and then show Jesus will come. If you're being true to your Christ self, Jesus will, will follow in. That's a good word. That's powerful, too, because, I mean, Jesus loves you. That's three words, but there's so much power 
in those words. I mean, Jesus loves you. You can fill in the blank despite your sin, despite your past. There's no sin that's too great that God can't save you from. And honestly, you know, Jesus literally tells us in the Bible that we have been called out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And the same way that he called his disciples back then, thousands of years ago in the word, he's calling us now to go preach his word. And and honestly, there's so much if we simplify it, just like you were saying, it just, I think it draws people whenever you're just like, Hey, I'm human. I mess up. But at the same time, you know, we have to teach people too. There's a change. Jesus is that change. And the change is what draws people in too. Once he walks into your hard story, your whole life is going to change. You're never going to be the same because you've encountered the giver of life himself. And it's just such a great thing reading about Jesus too. I mean, we have a whole Bible. There's a trend on TikTok right now. That's just like the creator of the world gave us a book and like, we get to read all about it. Right. And like, honestly, one of my convictions right now is just like, am I reading enough? Am I, am I learning enough about Jesus so that I can share him with others? And I mean, your convictions can be powerful too, because Jesus sometimes works through those convictions to say, Hey, this is what we need to work on. This is where we can get closer. So if you're being convicted right now over maybe it's the music you listen to, maybe it's the words you're saying, maybe it's how you're acting. Don't beat yourself up over that. Instead, look at it as, okay, Jesus is trying to speak to me about things in my life that I need to fix. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because at least he's still speaking to you. So honestly, um, let's go to the next one. Give me a second. Okay, what would you tell people that are on the fence about accepting Jesus into their heart that don't really understand why we live for Christ today? What's something that you would tell them? Yeah, so just like everyone right now, I went to chat GPT, okay? Because I'm like, I I believed in Jesus since I was a kid. So it's hard for me to mm-hmm. think on the other perspective. So I'm like, let me ask ChatGPT, what do they, what does AI think, right? So <laughs> I said, why should I live for Jesus? ChatGPT says, living for Jesus can bring purpose, fulfillment, and a sense of belonging. It's about embracing love, compassion, and selflessness as guiding principles in your life. And uh, it goes on and says, you should... Um, Share how living for Jesus brings inner peace, joy, and a sense of purpose. Highlight the positive impact it has had on your life and the lives of others, emphasizing the message of love, forgiveness, and hope that Jesus teaches. So I think, you know, if you're on the fence about Jesus, if you need that sense of belonging, he's here. If you need that that friend, maybe you don't have that community, he's here. If you don't have hope, he's here. So I think just having, sometimes it takes being in the, in the valley to realize that I have nowhere else to go. I don't have any other outlet. Oh, here, here's that, that book that everyone's talking about and is happy from it. I don't have joy. Well, other people do. How can I get some? So I think if you're on the fence on why you live for Christ, it's it's got to be your choice first. Mm-hmm. But you got to see that everything that you're missing in life, he's got it. 
That's good. I mean, chat AI, I mean, come on. Like, it, that is so insane how AI just, like, came up with that. Just like that. It would take me, like, weeks to come up with that. So it's like, wow, okay. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. No, I mean, why not go all in for Jesus? I mean, just like I said all earlier in the episode, like, it's so easy to be a copy of someone else. Why not just throw in the towel of your old life and say, okay, Jesus, I'm giving it all to you. Sell out completely and see what God can do with your life. Because Jesus is a God of transformation. He's not stagnant. He doesn't, you know, stay in the same place. He's the same. He never changes. But if you're going through a valley, he's there with you. He's not on the mountaintop looking down at you saying, okay, are they going to fall? Are they going to fall into the pit hole right there? He's with you all the way. I mean, my favorite verse in the Bible is Matthew 28, 20. I'll be with you always, even unto the end of an age. It's such a sweet promise. And the Bible is so full of promises because Jesus is the God of the promise. I mean, he really is. There's really nobody like him. I mean, I, yes, I've had hard times where I'm really just saying, you know, why am I going through this? But instead, you know, as I've grown, I've learned to change that question into what do you want me to learn from this hard time? What do you want me to learn from this valley? Because there's always a lesson in the valley. There's always a lesson in every hardship that you go through. And let Jesus be your source of encouragement. Let him be your best friend. I mean, I've gone through times just last year where I struggled really hard with community. And this is a blessing. I mean, honestly, you reaching out to me a couple months ago, I was literally praying for community that same week. And literally you reached out and it's just like community. God loves community. God loves community. And so I just really believe that, you know, this is meant for someone and we're meant for each other. You know, we're meant to encourage each other as women and followers of Christ. We're really meant for just telling people about Jesus and encouraging each other because Jesus loves encouragement. I mean, he'll be your encourager too, but sometimes he sends people along the way that can encourage you. So, and then Let's see here. So what would you just, how would you describe Jesus to someone that doesn't know about him? Man, it's, he's indescribable. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many words. If I had to think of every word that described Jesus, I would run out of ink in the entire world, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying is, he is a friend to the friendless. He mm-hmm. is the hope to the hopeless. Yes. He he is the rock. And I would just say he's constant. Mm-hmm. He will keep those promises. Those promises are so, so sweet in the Bible. He will mm-hmm. keep those. He is a man of his word. So I like to think, you know, the the um love languages, right? So my love language is words of affirmation. And that's there in the Bible. That's God does that. Mm-hmm. So if your love language is acts of service, there are plenty of examples of acts of service. Mm-hmm. So if you need love, that's God. God has so much love for us. And I think he's, he's indescribable. But if I had to try, <laughs> he's, he is perfect though, too. I think that's another thing is when I think of God, I think of he's perfect. Mm-hmm. He is so perfect, and I, someone so perfect, loves me, died for me. So it's just, it's, 
it's that's joy right there that I'm feeling is I'm mm-hmm. so happy that he he chose me and I um but yeah if I had to describe Jesus perfect and mm-hmm. and love and hope and it all all good things <laughs> no that's <laughs> I mean, there's goodness in God. And I mean, right. it says in the Bible, you didn't choose, choose me. I chose you. And there's right. so much power in that. Like he right. saw every aspect of your life, even before you were born. And mm-hmm. even, you know, right when you were born, he saw every decision you would make, every bad thing that you do. And he still says, I want that one. Right. He left the 99 to go find one. I mean, right. I'm so glad that he left the 99 one day to go find little Peyton out there. Whenever I was like, I think I was really small when I got saved. Do you remember whenever you got saved? Like what age? Yeah, I think I was eight, maybe. At least you can remember. I have so much. Like Eight or nine. I was definitely 10. And I was like, maybe I was 11. I don't know. But I mean, just the fact that he went and he found us is just something that's so wonderful. I mean, he cares. That's just like. God cares. It's just like the simple message of Jesus loves you. God cares about you. He cares about what we care about. And then, so could you give some advice to people that are following Jesus? So like you and me, but are going through like a hard time or maybe struggling to take a step of faith and walk fully in the plan that God has for them. Yeah. So I would say, um, he never said it was going to be easy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So don't think that, oh, well, things are hard. I'm done. Right. Because it's going to be harder without him. So right. if you ever think, okay, well, I it, this is hard. I thought it was going to be easy. He never said it was going to be easy. Mm-mm. But he can no. bring it through it. Mm-hmm. So I think having community is yes. so important. And it can be really hard to have that. But having, you know, go to church and be involved, Mm -hmm. go to one person that maybe can see where you're, where you're at, you know, someone that can relate. But I think don't give up because he's not done. If you are having something hard in your life, just imagine what good is going to come out of it because there's going to be, there's going to be something that you can't even imagine something so big in your life that you can't even imagine it it's going to come out of that that struggle Mm -hmm. so I think just looking at that and having faith if you have faith in God then you'll be fine Mm -hmm. having that faith and having having that knowledge of he won't he won't leave me I I you know life is hard (laughs) life is really hard but he won't leave you. He's going to be beside you the entire way. So if you're ever like, well, you know, it's just church is just getting like, that's I'm overwhelmed and going to church is even more overwhelming because it's taking time out of my day and I could just rest. Trust me. You want to be at that church service. You want to be reading that Bible because it's going to be even harder without it. So that would be my advice. Yeah, that's really good advice because something that I've been thinking about lately is you're going to face hard times with or without Jesus. Right. Life's going to hit you in the face with or without Jesus. I mean, and then you have the devil to deal with who he'll knock you down a lot. But I mean, he's the devil's there. If Jesus isn't there, 
I mean, he'll come at you either way. And so I honestly think like the best thing for people who are on the fence about it is just think about how many people you could reach once you, once you give your life to Jesus and give your testimony and how many people you could impact through Jesus, because this thing isn't all about us. It's about others. Jesus was not selfish. He was selfless. So, I mean, I just think, just look at Jesus and just how he lived, how he talked, how he walked every day. I mean, that's our blueprint. And we're called to, you know, sway everybody to our side. You know, this side of the fence is the best side of the fence. So honestly, I mean, it's just, it's just that's just something on my heart right now, too, is just people who are on the fence about it, who don't understand right. because there's some people who weren't raised in church. I would just right. say that that simple message of Jesus loves you. I mean, that could really open the door to someone, especially if they haven't experienced, you know, a good, a good love of a home life or a family or friends or, you know, like a boyfriend or husband, maybe they're having trouble there. Jesus is literally the embodiment of love. I mean, he can give you love that's unspeakable. I mean, that's unimaginable. And so that would honestly be such a great thing to just that I would tell people is just that Jesus loves you in that area. Mm -hmm. And so I also, I always end up bringing social media into the podcast, um, but there's a trend going around. So it's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. It's wherever you look at this. Y'all, I'm sure you've seen it, but there's a trend that's going around with ins and outs for 2024. So Jolie, I want to ask you, so what would some of your ins and outs be Christian wise? Yeah, so I am glad we're doing this. So it's February. So we are, we're already a month in. And I feel like February is a fresh start for me because, Mm -hmm. you know, I actually am starting a new job on Monday. So I'm like, yes. So thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. But my last day of my old job, which it was a lot on me, Mm -hmm. was January 31st. So my 2024 is starting, you know, it started February 1st. Right. (laughs) So I'm glad we're doing this now. Um, (laughs) But some of my ends, I want to study hard. I feel like I, so I got these beautiful studies. Um, They're the Alabaster book, I think, but they're, they're beautiful and I have been loving them. So I just want to be more studious in the word. That's definitely an end for me being intentional as well with my time. So I want to be intentional with, um, you know, getting into the word, but also being intentional with um, others. You know, I want to be uh, texting and using my time. Like I, I'm terrible at responding right now because I'm trying to be intentional with my time. I'm like, okay, my phone's not my life because I feel like <laughs> Gen Z where phones are our lives. Yes. So I'm trying not to have it be my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I just have to respect that. But um, being intentional with, you know, going, I love going to coffee shops and having a coffee date with Jesus. I love just, you know, getting dressed up. I love, I love going to church. I, uh, in, I didn't write this one down, but uh, in for me, I want to start going even earlier to church. I mm-hmm. feel like when I was a kid, my parents, we weren't always the on time people. <laughs> my mom, <laughs> it's always been a thing. My dad would be like, hey, where's your mom? I'm going to sit out in the car. My mom, 10 minutes later, is coming out. So, but I, (laughs) which is, you know, it's just a thing. But 
I love he- seeing this um this thing where it's like what time do you get to work? So I would I get to work at eight, and if you're eight oh five, people are gonna be like, mm. work starts at eight. Come so on. I which eight I don't how did I do that? You know how am I going to work at eight? I don't know, but if I'm worried about the consequences at work for being late or not doing my job. I should have the even higher expectations for myself for church. So I'm really trying to get up and that, that 30 minutes of sleep is not worth me missing five minutes of church worship time or opening prayer or whatever you do at your church in the first couple minutes. So right. announcements, maybe, maybe that's how you're building your community is knowing the announcements. So if you're like, Oh, it's just announcements. It's like, Hey, Maybe there's a Bible study you should be at yeah. and you don't know about it because you're late. So I'm really trying to have that in is being on time, being early, fellowshipping before church, building that community, and then also just using my spiritual gifts. I kind of talked to you on my podcast about spiritual goals I have and just using my gifts and really diving in. You know, I'm 22, about to be 23, and it's like, okay. I'm an adult, you know, I feel like at 21, you're like, oh, I'm 21. Who, you know, I'm a kid-ish. I'm adult-ish. Um, but I'm I'm going to be 23. And I, I just want to accept my gifts and be so thankful that God gave me those gifts. So really going into those. And then my outs would be, I mean, I feel like they're basic, but negativity. Mm-hmm. And um especially within the church. I feel like it can be really easy to be negative about some things that maybe your pastor, maybe you don't agree with, or maybe um, a brother or sister in the church, they are maybe doing something that you don't agree with. That is not your place to be judging. So Mm -hmm. I think just getting that negativity away, whether it be friends that are saying it yourself, I want that out. As well as, um, I want to have boundaries. So not having boundaries, I want to set the boundary of, hey, you know, I'm actually not going to be on my phone at this time because that's Jesus time, you know, making appointments with God, with God and studying his, his word. So having boundaries in that sense. And then also I'm out with laziness. I'm going to try because laziness is, it is, it's it's a bad thing and is getting up in the morning you gotta start your day out with jesus that is you know i was talking to a friend and she said that she saw this study and whatever you do first thing in the morning that's what you're going to crave for the rest of the day so if you get on your phone first thing in the morning you're gonna be on your phone all day and i've noticed that in myself is like oh man i can't get off Instagram. I can't get off Pinterest. And I don't know if people still use Pinterest, but I do. But I'm I'm constantly mindlessly scrolling. So I want to get out with just laziness, getting up and starting my day right. And I I did really good. I do really good in the warm months, which sounds silly, but I'm really good about like getting up and working out and reading the Bible. When it's cold, I'm just like, I'm done. I can't. So it's it's spring groundhog's day they just announced that it's going to be spring 
So it's given me some energy to get out with the laziness. So those are my ins and outs. That's good. I mean, laziness, that is something that I struggle with too. I mean, I feel like that's like our generation though. Like we just struggle with laziness so much. And it's just like God is saying, get up, sister, come on, let's get in the word. And that is such a good quote. Like, that that she saw that whatever you do first thing in the morning is what you're going to crave. So imagine if we just got in our word first thing in the morning, yeah. if we just prayed first thing in the morning, I'm struggling with that. So it's like, man, isn't that odd how it all lines up? So like, if you start your day with Jesus, you're going to crave him throughout the day. Right. And that is so, so, so good. And so the last question to end out here. So what is the best piece of Christian advice that you've ever received? Yeah. So that's really hard because I have, I feel like I have my whole life to look at, Mm -hmm. but ironically enough, this piece of advice was in a sermon that I heard recently and I'm like, oh my gosh, had to write it down, you know, put it in my notes. And, um, it was from our pastor and he said, He was talking about how um, he said, there's not more God at church than at home, but maybe there's more attention to God at church than at home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, I feel God so much at church because the music and I just feel, I feel God. There's not more God at church. He's the same everywhere. And, but is there more attention at church? Mm -hmm on God than there is at home. So if you feel like you're not getting the same results at home as church, maybe you're not giving enough attention. So I think that just really hit me because it can be so easy to clock in and out of church. You're like, hey, that was great. All right, well, let's wait for midweek or let's wait for the next Sunday. Oh, but now my week is not doing well. You know, I'm, I'm kind of struggling. I'm, I'm feeling the anger that I, you know, I, I didn't Mm -hmm. feel on Sunday. And it's like, well, have you been in the presence of God? Have you been appreciating that? Have you, have you been praying? Have you been uh, reading the Bible? Whatever. So it's like, there's not more God in church, but maybe there's more attention. So I really, I really liked that because it just puts it into perspective. And especially as an adult now, you're you're more accountable for yourself when you're a kid and if you grew up in church it's like oh well my parents drove me to church my parents made me pray before i eat or you know anything like that but now you're accountable you got to be accountable for yourself so that would be i think that it just really opened my eyes recently and it was great yeah that's good i mean Something that I heard lately, especially it's been going around, is like, take Jesus with you everywhere, because you never know who you're going to encounter wherever you are. I mean, it could be the grocery store. It could be in your college course. It could be in school, your workplace, because that's your mission field. I mean, you don't have to be in a chapel or in a church preaching to reach people with the gospel. There's so many people that need Jesus in the workplace. I mean, there's so many people that need Jesus in college because there's so many people that are struggling right now Right. Um, that, you know, you don't know what they're struggling with and you don't know if your testimony or something that the Lord has placed on your heart um, that to tell them can change their life. I mean, you just never know. 
And also, like, I just recently watched, I don't know if you've seen the Passion 2024 conference at all. Oh, girl. I've seen, I've seen different segments of it. Yeah, like, I literally am sitting at work, and I'm just, like, listening. I'm like, dang, like, Jack, Jackie O'Perry. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Earl McClellan before. Have you heard of him? I think so. That, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yep. So I was listening to his segment and some highlights that I took notes on that were so, so good was God wants to do something so amazing in our generation right now. And honestly, in my perspective, I feel like last year was a buildup of what Jesus wants for us, like pure joy and freedom and to help others, you know, help lead others close to God. Um, We had the Asbury revival. And then, you know, that lasted, I think, two weeks, I'm pretty sure. And then we had passion. It was crazy. And then, so a quote that was said from Earl McClellan that stuck with me was, we need you to say no deal to the enemy because you've already said yes to the glorious Savior, Jesus Christ, and you've given your heart and your life over to him because the enemy is always going to offer you a deal. You know, whether you just started off following Christ or whether you're on the fence about it or, you know, you've been following Christ for 20 years. He's always going to offer you a deal. Oh, come this way and you won't face hardship. Come this way and you'll you'll get what you want. You'll get what you're craving. But what I want to say to that is if you're listening right now is what you think is good for you isn't always what's good for you. Right. Because honestly, like I've learned that like a relationship that I thought was so good for me. It ended up not being good for me at all. Right. And so, like, to that, do you have anything to add there at all? Yeah. I I mean, if you look at my Instagram, I went on this um, kind of a tangent, but um, (laughs) about sayings that we hear every day and how the Bible just tells us completely opposite things. But, you know, follow your heart is a lot of stuff we hear. And it's like, no, the heart is deceitful, y'all. Mm-hmm. So I think just keeping that in mind is what we are still human. We're still flesh that we have to fight every day. So just knowing that God is the answer. So I think that's, I think you said it perfectly though. I think, you know, yeah, you did great. I You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I just honestly feel like, this is going to be such a great year. It's going to be yeah. such a big year for, you know, people that follow Jesus and Jesus, obviously it's going to be such a big year. Um, this is going to, we're just going to go out and preach the word however we right. can. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Times a million. Um, thank you I so much. Yeah, I cannot wait to, you know, hear more about you and hear, see more of your doodles because girl, I was driving on the road today. I was looking at your page. I was like, this girl is so. Not while you were driving, mm-hmm. right? No, I was parked. <laughs> I was parked. I was... I'm just joking. I'm just so, joking. Um, I honestly just, you're just so gifted. You have such a call on your life to just share the gospel. And I just, I look at your page and you're married and you just have, you know, such a light. I mean, I honestly, you're such a perfect little light of Jesus. And it's just so awesome to just watch you. So thank you for coming on. This is episode 26, Being the Light. And my guest, Jolie, before we go, please tell the the listeners your Instagram, your podcast, everything so they can give you a follow. Yes. So my personal um, Instagram is Mrs. 
dot Jolie Carroll. So J-O-L-E-E and then Carroll is C-A-R-R-O-L-L. Um, but my uh, Instagram is at um, empower.her.daily. And then, like I mentioned, uh, my podcast series will be released this month and I'm hoping to uh, announce it this week. So I... It's called She Speaks Jesus. Um, it's inspired by the song um, I Speak Jesus. So if you don't know that song, give it a listen, mm-hmm. and you'll it'll give you a sneak peek on what we're going to talk about. 